Hi, this is Jesse Andrix, and you're listening to the SLP Stress Management Podcast. This is episode five, where we will be discussing some advice for brand new SLPs. So if you are a CF, or you're just about to graduate and you're not sure what to expect, or if you are simply in your first few years, or you're still feeling like a newbie, there'll be tons of information for you here in this, in this podcast. So my first experience as a, an SLP in my CF year was not your typical situation. So for most people, you spend a year um, or nine months, I think, if you're if you're working in the school setting, you, you go through that year at the school and you spend this time with one supervisor in one job and hopefully it's a pretty awesome experience and you have someone that you can reach out to when you need support and when you need help. For me, I switched jobs twice. Well, I had three different jobs, so I made the, the switch a few times during my CF year. I started somewhere and then quickly realized that there was no support. My supervisor was 45 minutes away and really didn't seem to care too much or know too much about what she needed to do. And um, the school that I was going to be working in really didn't offer me any help um, or let me know where I needed to find things like my caseload, IEPs, materials. Um, and so I just knew that this wouldn't be a really great place. And I really was more interested in the medical setting at the time. So I found a different job, um, something that was open and I switched and it was wonderful. And it was a little bit further away, but it was a better schedule and I was a little bit more interested in it and it had support. Unfortunately, the SLP that was in the building was going on maternity leave right when I was getting hired. So my supervisor was our regional manager. So someone that would be there pretty often um, and that I could, you know, have support from an SLP right when she came back and everything worked out pretty well. There ended up being some circumstances, though, where I had to switch my supervisor and it did become the person that had been on maternity leave. But then some other things happened and I no longer felt that that would be the right place for me to be working. And I took a new job and I got another CF supervisor. So I switched quite a few times, which is not typical in a few different settings. And it was kind of crazy. And while I did learn a ton and there was so much you really do, no matter how much support you have, you go into that first year feeling like you're just not sure you know what you're doing or that maybe there's something more you could be doing. And there's still so much that's left to learn. So for many SLPs that get started, they're feeling overwhelmed while they're in grad school and they're told, don't worry, once you get out into the field, everything will be so much easier and so much better because you'll be able to do it your way. And the truth is that while, yeah, it's really great to not have to follow someone else's caseload or do exactly what this supervisor was doing and do the therapy their way, you may not know what your way is yet. And it can be incredibly stressful, or you may not have the experience 
with the setting that you're in or the caseload that you're given. And so you're not sure what to do, or you may just be really nervous about not having that support and not having that direct person that's there to tell you after every session, hey, here's something you could do different. So a lot of people start to feel really overwhelmed or they're already overwhelmed and it just gets a lot worse. And you may start to feel sick to your stomach, anxious, panicky, whatever it might be. Sometimes you may feel like you become isolated or you just want to hide in your room if you have one or go find a room you can hide in if you don't have one because it doesn't always feel like it's okay to ask for the extra help. You've been told that once you graduate, it's all up to you and you'll be able to do it your way. And getting out there and being able to do it, it seems like you should already know how to do it. And so asking for help seems like maybe you don't know what you're doing. And that's not something we ever want to admit. But the truth is you're brand new. And if it's in your first year or even your first few years or just that you're starting a new setting, you may not know what you're doing. Yes, you'll be able to do enough to get by, but there's still so much more that we can always learn. So if you are a new SLP, if you are in your CF, or you've recently obtained your Cs, or maybe you're even just supervising someone in their CF year, here is some advice for you. The first thing to do is breathe. I know that sounds silly, and it sounds too simple, and it's not what you want to hear. But if you're feeling really overwhelmed and you're feeling really nervous, you need to catch your breath. You need to have something that brings you back into this moment instead of thinking about what could happen next. As you breathe, it sends the signal to your body that things are okay. The signal travels up into your brain. It helps to turn off that stress response or at least turn it down a little and then you're able to think through things more. So when things are chaotic and they're overwhelming, take a few moments to sit and breathe. Close the door, close the lights, or turn off the lights, close your eyes, whatever it might be, and just repeat to yourself as you breathe in, inhale. As you breathe out, exhale. And just take this or maybe try a guided meditation of some kind. So whatever it might be, just take a few moments to take a few breaths it can really make a lot of difference. Another thing to look at here is your caseload. So you may have a caseload that is really big or that you're not sure what to do for some of the therapy practices and know that this is okay and that if you're feeling overwhelmed with the amount of your caseload or what is what you have on your caseload, it's okay to reach out to someone. That's why we have our CF supervisors, or sometimes that's why you just have a fellow SLP, maybe a friend that you went to school with that you know you can reach out to, um, or maybe a former professor even, or just the other SLP in your building if you're lucky enough to have one. Reach out to them and talk about ways to manage your caseload if you need to, or ways that you could do some therapy. Know that it is okay to feel overwhelmed and feel like you have no idea what you're doing. Remember, this is your first year or your first time. You're still new at this. People still feel this way years into the profession. 
And a lot of times it's because starting out, this gets so ingrained in you that you just feel like you don't know what you're doing. You're never sure how to work out from there. It's part of the nature of our career. We always want to do more for people. So when we want to do more, we feel like what we're not, what we're doing is not enough. And we tend to feel like we must not know what we're doing then if we're not doing enough. So this does get easier. It does get better as you learn more and more. And a lot of what you'll learn is yes, from taking courses or, you know, earning some CEUs, but it's also from the experience and from talking to other SLPs or from just having some of these therapy practices that you have to learn about or, you know, a certain student or patient come to you and you have to figure out what to do with them. So it gets better and it gets easier. And remember that for a lot of people that you work with, especially if you work with young students or children, even just these few moments a day that they get to be with you and they get to learn from you and you get to really help them with their communication, even just a few moments of that can do so much for them. And sometimes we don't even realize how much we are doing and we, we may not ever know, but showing that you care sometimes does even more than having the perfect therapy session planned. Just knowing that you care about them, that they are important to you and that you're here to help them and to pay attention to them can make all the difference in the world. When you're new, don't be afraid to speak up for yourself. Advocate for yourself. If you feel overwhelmed and you need help, tell someone. Let your supervisor know. Let your uh, CF supervisor know. Let your principal know if you're in a school. Let your manager know. Tell them that you're not sure that you are doing what you need to do or you'd like some more guidance on how to schedule something or how to um, lessen your caseload or the, the amount of work, but feel free to talk to someone about this. There are some really great CEUs and webinars out there that can help you figure out how to set up a schedule, how to manage your time, uh, what groups to put together if you're working in a school, but also feel free to reach out to the people around you and get some advice from them. Remember that you are making a difference. For a lot of people, myself included, what makes you want to quit or what makes you finally quit is because you feel like you're not doing anything. But now working in the field and now as a parent, I can see that the smallest gesture or the tiniest bit of therapy makes a really big difference in the lives of these kids and the lives of your students, your patients. So yeah, you may not know the exact goal. You may not know what you're looking to fix or cure or improve, but what you are doing is improving their lives in so many different ways beyond what that set goal may be. So know that if your plan was to make a difference, you are doing it just by being there, by showing up and by doing the work. They won't know what your plan was. And that kind of takes me on to the next part. Stop planning so much. I know that that seems incredibly counterintuitive. And it seems like that is exactly what you should not be doing when you're new. But please, please, please stop planning so much. 
When I went through yoga teacher training, and I know this is a not at all the same as speech therapy or speech therapy school or, you know, getting your master's degree. Um, but when I went through yoga teacher training, I learned this really good strategy. And we were taught to make your brain like a Rolodex for your sessions. And if you're like, what is a Rolodex? You know, something where you can just flip right to what you need. So, and you can connect like, all right, if I know where this is, I know where the next thing is. So in yoga, it was like, all right, if I know all of these poses and I'm not sure how to put them together, if I know that I'm doing this one, what would make the most sense to do? Well, if I'm in a lunge, one knee is bent, one leg is straight. Maybe I just do something that's kind of like a lunge for the next move. And and then from there I go on. So I had, you would end up with this really good base but you wouldn't have to plan everything so precisely. And the other thing about this was that we never knew when teaching yoga who would show up. So I may have something planned and I may have this sequence that I'm going to do, but then I have someone that walks into the room or, or my entire class walks in and they are not going to thrive from this sequence. It's not what they need. And I have to throw the whole plan out. But if I stick with that plan, it's, it's going to be really bad for them. So when we look at our speech therapy, it's good to have a base. It's good to have some games and activities or things that you can pull out and not have a ton of prep. It's also really cool to have maybe some crafts that you just have on hand if you love doing crafts. But also know that not everything has to be a huge project. If you kind of know the... but also know that not everything has to be a huge project. So if you kind of know the base or what you could do for most goals, you can really plan quickly. And remember that if you're working with kids, they love flashcards, they love videos, they love books, they love games. And these are really fun to them. So even if you've played this game 10 times already that day, it's the first time for them and they are excited about it. And you can, feed off that excitement and you can have this whole new experience and you can work very simply. So really learn that you don't have to over plan, just simplify and have a good base of things that you can do. Most therapists I know that have survived years and years and years and still love what they're doing are the ones that cut back on planning and learn to simplify. Now, along with simplifying, when it comes to paperwork, don't worry about it being perfect. If you worry about being perfect on everything, it will not get done. As SLPs, we tend to be perfectionists. And this can be pretty good sometimes that we do good quality, but we also stress and we don't have a quality of life that balances out the work that we're doing. So with your paperwork, get done what you can. If they need more from you, they'll let you know. If there's an error that needs to be corrected, you can correct it. It is okay for it not to be perfect. Finished, done is better than perfect. Get done what you can, have time for other things, and know that if needed, you'll be able to correct it. You'll be able to fix it or do more. The last piece of advice, and maybe the biggest piece of advice, make time for you. When you are at work, take breaks. 
eat lunch, drink water, breathe, get up and move around sometimes, show up when work starts, maybe a little bit before, but not hours before, and leave on time. You don't have to stay after. Make sure that you are taking time for yourself, that you're giving yourself breaks, that you're hydrating and nourishing and energizing throughout the day so that you can be more efficient and more focused and be more effective and present during your sessions. This helps everything else run smoothly. Yes, even if you're taking time away from your day where it seems like that'll make things not work as well, it makes things work better and you end up getting more done by taking these breaks. So you need these in your life to manage stress, to keep your head clear, and to really stick with this for the long term. So if you're feeling overwhelmed as a new SLP, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to go without support. Know that there are tools that you can use and there are people that you can reach out to. So you can always join the SLP Stress Management Facebook group. You could join the SLP Toolbox for some uh, personal tools that you can use to help manage your stress. And you can reach out to any Facebook group or any SLP, but build a community if you need to. Know that it is okay to not always know what you're doing and know that what you are doing is enough. Take time for yourself, breathe, and know that you have got this. Thank you so much for listening in today. Please make sure to head over to jessieindrix.com and sign up for the SLP toolbox full of free resources that will help you to manage your stress and reduce burnout so you can find a little bit more balance in your life. And be sure to check out the upcoming SLP stress management course.